This podcast is being brought to you by Water Sullivan. You can find us on the web at watersullivan.com. That's W-A-T-E-R-S-S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N.com. Or contact us at 205-855-5020 or hello at watersullivan.com. Before COVID, how many funerals did you guys have on the average per week? Okay, on the, on the average per week, we were doing probably between 6 and 10, 10 being a very busy week, 6 average week for us. When we talked at the height of COVID and you were at your wit's end, yeah. how many funerals per week were you doing? We could have been doing 20. Right. Our Lillian Kate Bushlon is a native of Birmingham, Alabama, graduated from G.W. Carver High School with honors, has a Bachelor of Business Administration degree with a concentration in marketing from Clark Atlanta University, a Master of Business Administration degree with a concentration in management from Strayer University, and an associate degree in mortuary science, funeral service education from Jefferson State Community College. She has national licensure for the past 11 years as a funeral director and embalmer and carries the designation of certified funeral service practitioner as well as Certified Funeral Service General Manager. Currently, she is Secretary and Treasurer of Bushlawn Funeral Home and manages the daily operation of the family firm that her father, the late Aubrey Bushlawn, founded in 1976, and her mother, Lavoria O. Bushlawn, serves as owner and president. <clears throat> I'm going to skip that part because we're going to talk about it later. Cool. She has received numerous times. She has re- been recognized numerous times via social media, news outlets, organizations, news articles, and magazines. Some of her proudest recent recognitions are This is Alabama Women Who Shaped the State of I'm, hold on. This is Alabama Women Who Shaped the State, Class of 2022, cover story for American Funeral Director Magazine, March 2021, and American Funeral Director Magazine Funeral Director of the Year runner-up in 2021. She is also the newly elected president of the Alabama Funeral Directors and Morticians Association. When not personally personally servicing the bereaved community, bereaved community in her role as funeral director, our Lillian gives of her time and concern via Girl Scouts of America, 
Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, National Funeral Directors and Morticians Association. Uh, let's see. You got so Tri-County Chapter of the Lynx, Alabama Funeral Directors and Morticians Association, and Jefferson County Funeral Directors Association, amongst others. <laughs> so, hold on a second. Miss Arlillian Kate Bushline. Yeah. Miss Arlillian Kate Bushline. Hey, hey. Tell me a joke. Okay. Netflix uh, special is coming out later on this year, so y'all look out for that. <laughs> um, but so here's my joke. Okay, so first of all, my best friend, his wife can't stand me, just straight up and down. She don't like me. Uh-huh. Um, so basically, she called me up, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Listen, first of all, you know I appreciate y'all's friendship, but um, you're a bad influence on my husband. Mm-hmm. How so? Tell me about it." So she said. Um, well, he called me a bad name. Oh, oh. So, um, <laughs> what name did she he call you? And he was like, "Well, um, I said, wait, wait, wait. Did he call you the B word?" And she said, "Nah, he ain't calling me the B word." And I was like, oh, "Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. That's good." I said, "Well, did he call you the C word?" And she was mm-hmm. like, "Nah, it wasn't the C word either." I was like, "Oh, okay, cool. Then uh, she ain't get it from me. Then no problem." <laughs> That went over some of y'all's heads. Yeah, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. All right, so I got one for you. (laughs) Okay, cool beans. What do you call a parade of rabbits hopping backwards? I don't know. What do you call bunny rabbits hopping backwards? A receding hairline. Ha! Good one! (laughs) Got it. Yeah, yeah. That was the corny dad joke of the day. Good one. Now, um, we have a new theme for this season. Okay. Right? And it is, you know, what makes you so Birmingham? Right. And so I want you to think about that for a quick second and tell me what makes you so Birmingham? All right. I don't even really have to think about it. I'm Birmingham, <laughs> born and raised. Yeah. Um, born and raised, lived in Titusville. I work in West End. And I mean, excuse me, Mayor Randall Woodfin, but uh, I'm the mayor of West End. Um, so I love West End. Honestly, what I have done, and it was actually inspired during COVID, is that we do food trucks. Mm-hmm. We brought food mm-hmm, to a food mm-hmm, desert. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That gotta makes wait, me that, that makes me a so Birmingham though. Mm-hmm. And, and, okay. Well, I love I love Birmingham, and I'll do anything that I, if I see a need that I can feel, I'm gonna feel it. And um, there's a lot of pillars that people stand on to be strengths in their community. But um, my strength is I'm the one they lean on during the bereavement time. Mm. So that makes me so Birmingham and my contribution to Birmingham because everybody has something to contribute. But that's my contribution to make Birmingham what it is. Absolutely. I'm, I'm not saying that 
the park doesn't make you so Birmingham. Yeah. I just didn't want you to oh, go no, 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 into no details I feel you. Um, about it yet. Because I got you. we got we gotta expound on that. Okay. Now I get to say why I think you're so Birmingham. Okay. And you know, with no disrespect to you and all of you are, but you're a bush line. You know, gotcha. <laughs> like, gotcha. <laughs> I Understood. mean, like, <laughs> come on now, what get, what's more bush line than Aubrey, baby girl? You know what I'm saying? True story. If you're a bush line. You, you, that, that, those are the, you know, your family. That's the seeds of this city. You know what I'm saying? And and like you said, when we are, you know, going through bereavement and, and times of sorrow. Shoot on the west side, you know. There's only one name, <laughs> you know. People people talk about Bushland, so I I just think that, you know, um, yeah, mad love and respect to you and yours. Thank you, thank you, thank Absolutely. you. My family takes great pride in the funeral home. Um, it's a blessing that um, my father was able to start something that to this day. He, all his family works there. They want yeah. to work there. Yeah. Um, you know, my cousin is the head embalmer. Um, me and my cousin and another worker that's like family um, works waits on every single family that comes through the door. Um, my mom's the president, my boss. Yeah. So, I mean, um, you know, got other cousins that work around the funeral home. It's just, it's tremendous. Um, and then we have another generation. Cliff's daughter is now working right. at the funeral home. So, right. I mean, I just love how that legacy he left. A guy who had a seventh grade education yeah. left that big of a legacy that we can still love on to this day. Now, and that's why that's why I think you are so Burman. That's, that's where the seeds come from. Okay. Right. But I have you here today, right this second. Okay. Because you are Kate. You you you've made your own bones now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now let's talk about that. Okay. We want to hear your story, right? Okay. We're used to hearing the Bushline story and your sure. father's story, but like you know, what was it like coming up at, at Carver, and what was it like everybody knowing your name, and you know what what was your mat- matriculation s- through school, and you know what was it like to be you. Okay, well, honestly, I thought I was a regular degla, everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I quickly learned that I won't say the hard way, but I didn't like it back then. But now I laugh about it and think it's cool. Uh-huh. Uh, growing up, I was picked up in limos and hearses. <laughs> <laughs> so, <Right. laughs> you know. <laughs> that came with jokes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I used to dash off with a hearse if I saw the hearse hitting the corner. Don't worry about turning. I'll get to you, daddy. Um, if he couldn't pick me up, he would send one of his staff members who are like my, my fathers also. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Huh. <laughs> just yeah. being picked up in uh, limos maybe a little different from other other kids. I right. thought I was just regular devil, but they would constantly remind me, you get picked up in a limo. <laughs> right, right. But um, just coming up, I uh, honestly, I won't say I was embarrassed by my name, but if you had to sign in somewhere, I would just put our Lillian Kate or Kate. Because mm-hmm. I didn't want them to call my name out Bushline. Because then mm-hmm. it's automatically, are you with the funeral home? Yeah. Why, well, yes, I am. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but I used to always keep that on the low. Yeah. Um, I even am still trying to, when I introduce myself to people, I usually say I'm Kate, you mm-hmm. know, or I'm Arlillian. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I found a new respect for my last name. I always loved my last name. Sure. I always loved my family. But um, 
some people didn't take that in the correct context like text i guess you would say what do you um mean? they would think i'm stuck up okay i've heard that a lot that i'm stuck up um that um i'm not approachable um she's a rich girl mm-hmm. you know snob mm-hmm. totally not my characteristic at all, at all if at you all. ever met me yeah um so um that's yeah. that's surprising because like uh-huh. um you don't even have a scowl you know what I'm saying? Like you always look friendly and smile. Like me, I I have a scowl. I don't mean to. Yeah. But I can see where somebody would say I'm unapproachable uh-huh. at times. Uh-huh. You, yeah. Uh-uh. You always grinning and smiling. I, I and, thought so. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but you were saying like my upbringing. Um, I went to John Carroll for a couple of years. That went for me. So I went to Carver. Shout yeah. out to Carver High School, class of 2002. <laughs> um, I guess I got my hood card back when I went back to Carver. Yeah, yeah. And um, matriculated on to Clark Atlanta University. Um, I graduated in three years from there, mm-hmm. um, which was a blessing. Um, and I'll tell you that in a second. Uh, but my dad, you know, was in a wheelchair at that time. Mm-hmm. And he was parked right as I was getting off the stage um, from my graduation. Oh, yeah. And the picture that I have online, I don't know a lot of people know the story behind it. But that picture in that moment, he told me to come home. Really? I was planning on living in Atlanta. I was looking at um, working at um, Chick-fil-A there. They have a headquarters there. Yeah. Um, they were heavily recruiting the students at Clark Atlanta University, especially my marketing class. Yeah. So um, he told me to come home, and I didn't make any questions about it. Packed up, came home. Little did I know that he was starting to get sick. Really? He was really sick. Um, all my life, he had multiple sclerosis. Right. He was actually um, diagnosed the same month I was born. Okay. Um, at first, folks just thought he was clumsy. Uh-huh. Um, but it turned out he had multiple sclerosis. And uh, came home, and it was like almost just as I got home, he just started steadily declining. Deteriorating. And so he knew what was up. That's why he was telling me, you need to come home. Yeah. And um, that's actually how I got my affinity for the funeral business. Really? Um, I couldn't hold a so nine it to five down. So it wasn't, that wasn't the plan. That was never the plan for me wow. to work in the funeral industry. I knew I You know, everybody just assumes, sure. you know. Yeah. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, I actually wanted to do sports marketing. Okay. I lived right off of... Uh, uh, is Northside Drive in um, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about Northside Drive, now it's the Mercedes Dome building there now. Mm-hmm. But it used to be, it's Castleberry Apartments, and you used to look at the other dome. Mm-hmm. And um, I used to look at it like, I'm going to work that one day. You know how you yeah. sit down on your porch like, hey, I'm going to work that one right. day. Right. But um, now, came home, worked for the SWAT for a little bit. Um, then my dad started staying at the hospital weeks at a time, maybe months at a time. Uh-huh. So you can't hold down a regular nine to five doing right. that. Right, right. Um, so I worked at the funeral home part time when I wasn't taking care of him. Okay. Um, then around 2009, my brother saw that there was an increase in cremation rate. And in central Alabama, um, really, the state of Alabama at that time, there were no black crematories. A lot of people don't know that when you sign up for a crem, well, you um, arrange for a cremation at your local funeral home, your loved one is not cremated at that funeral home. They were going right. to a white establishment. Right. Um, so um, my brother saw it was a need for a black crematory so that, you know, people of our 
right. culture can be taken care of by us. By us. So I went to um, his funeral home. Shout out to Aubrey Bushland, funeral directing and cremation services. Very proud of my brother and what he's been doing in the city. Um, but I uh, started working for him. And that's when I really got an affinity for just working with families. Yeah. Um, saw a lot, a lot of rough situations happen at that funeral home with families and I just fell in love with being a, a pillar of strength for someone. Yeah. Um, as my dad increasingly got sick, I couldn't even work there. Um, I uh, stopped working probably in about 2011, and then dad passed away in 2013. Um, and it was no doubt in my mind that this is what he wanted. He wanted his legacy mm-hmm. to continue. Mm-hmm. So I returned back to Bushline Funeral Home and began managing. Um, and it has just been, um, it's been a rough road, but it has been so rewarding to be where I am now. The funeral home looks amazing. We just finished our renovation. So if you ever want to come by and check that out, yeah. it is beautiful. Yeah. Um, we have really, um, kind of solidified ourselves as what my dad's slogan was, we care for you and your loved ones. Uh So that's where the community outreach part came. Okay. Um, So I don't know when you want me to start talking about that. We're going to talk about after the break. (laughs) In a minute after the break. But, um, yeah, just um, being at the funeral home, and I don't know a lot of people know this, but the funeral home business is the last segregated business. Typically... Blacks That's bury true. blacks. That's true. Whites bury whites. The Y'all Hispanic, in church. <laughs> true story. Yeah. True story. Uh-huh. Hispanics kind of go, you know, wherever they can get a best deal, uh, which I understand completely. Mm. Um, but, um, yeah, so I was just starting to see the disparities in the white funeral homes versus the black funeral homes. Yeah. I, since I've been a licensed funeral director, I've been involved with um, the national and state level funeral directors associations. But um, just kind of grew an affinity for my colleagues and making sure that we're straight, making sure that the families that we serve are getting the best of us because we're not educated the same way. We're not given the same funding from the same companies that a a white company would use, per se. I won't say the company, but there's a major casket company. Yeah. I went to the white association. Yes, there's a white association and a black association for funeral directing. That's on state and national level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like I said, it's the last segregated industry. Wow. Um, so I At least the it. church don't say it's white and black. <laughs> <laughs> These folks just come out with it. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. So I go to the white association's national um convention last year. And I'm noticing the corporations that all of us use, because, I mean, you can only use so many cash yeah. companies and whatnot. They're going up there giving $50,000 checks, $10,000 checks, $30,000 checks. I'm like, we received $500, $1,500, if that, during our meetings. So um, my push for wanting to take on, like I'm the president of Alabama Film Directors and Morticians Association now, is a kind of, we're not taking pennies no more. We give the same money, if not more, because, you know, we're going to show out. If we're going to do a funeral, we're going to do a funeral, mm-hmm. you know? So um, mm-hmm. definitely, you know, we might be giving more money because actually the um, white population does cremation more than black. Yeah. So we're selling more caskets. Yeah. So we're selling more caskets. Why are we receiving pennies versus other corporations getting $50,000 and whatnot? So that's my push and my drive this time around is getting us on the same playing field with these other cats. That's, they, they, I mean, the white association, even with their state, 
the state association, um, the white versus the black, they have their convention at Point Clear. I don't know if you know about Point Clear, but it's Absolutely. really nice. We have to nickel and dime and find our way to a Marriott on 280. You know, it's still nice. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a big disparity. So um, that's, that's one of my big focuses right now, taking care of my colleagues as well, because, believe it or not, all the funeral homes work together. Um, there are a few who don't really work. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, S&G, D&H, all of us around each other, we all work together. If something happens where we, I might need something from them, I can run around there and get it and come right yeah. back to my funeral home. Or if you need to rent out a limo or something, we have the same color, not a problem. So um, really a big push for my, my colleagues, my family to elevate us because I believe in lifting as we climb. So if I'm, you know, elevating, I'm pulling back for all my colleagues to come with me because, I mean, yeah, it's competition at the same day. I mean, same time, you know. But, I mean, this is my community that's being serviced. And how can I be proud of what anybody does when we're not getting the best of the best? So, um, yeah, that's that's what makes me right now. I'm always looking out for somebody. That That's my thing. I love looking out for somebody. It's 2022, y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The Magic City's very own professional soccer team, Birmingham Legion FC, is in the middle of another successful season with a playoff push playing home games at Protective Stadium. For more information about the upcoming schedule and to grab tickets that start at just $7, head to BHM Legion and follow at BHM Legion on social media. Hammer down. I forgot to ask you, how can people find you on social media? Okay, so I'm a little elderly when it comes to social media, <laughs> for lack of a better word. So right now you can find me on <laughs> you can find me on Facebook. <laughs> I'm our Lillian Kate Bushlon on Facebook. I do have an Instagram and whatever other Twitter twatters, whatever they are, but. <laughs> so um, yeah, find me on Facebook, and I don't I'm gonna know update if you've it. Posted. <laughs> On your Instagram since you were in Egypt or wherever that was. I don't know where you were, but that was some, I, don't, I don't know that I've seen any pictures since then, but that's wow. fine. Let me ask you, um, what is your favorite charity? My favorite charity mm-hmm. would be... Um, that's hard, but I'm going to go with... Um, Cassie is going to kill me because I can't tell you the name of her organization. UNCF? Yes. Okay. Historically Black Colleges. So, <clears throat> if you don't answer one of these questions, you okay. got to make a $100 donation to the UNCF. Cool beans. All right. But they're easy. Okay. First of all, Alabama or Auburn? Roll Tide. Roll. Shout Le- out to my bae, Nick Saban. Love you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> She said it like it's so real. <laughs> Miss, the love Miss, is if, real. If Miss Terry hit this, it's going down. <laughs> oh, I'm fine with that. Meet me in the streets. Let's go. I'll fight for this now. <laughs> Le- uh, the Birmingham Legion or the Birmingham Stallions? Birmingham Stallions. All right. The Barons or the Squadron? Squadron. Civil Rights Institute or Negro League Museum? That's hard, but Civil Rights Institute. All right. Alabama Theater or Lyric Theater? Lyric Theater. Sloss Furnace or Vulcan Park? Vulcan Park. 
Crossplex or Legion Field? Legion Field. Protective Stadium or Legacy Arena? Protective. Birmingham Zoo or McWayne Science Center? McWayne Science Center. Regions Park or Rickwood Field? Rickwood Field. Biggie or Tupac? Tupac. Boo! (laughs) (laughs) Now you have been you have been trying and trying and trying, and I've been holding you back. But we have got to talk about the West End Food Park. It has been the hottest jump off, like big time. It is just tell us all about it. Tell us what you do with the proceeds. Tell us how to support it. Tell us everything we need to know about the West End Food Park. Cool, cool, cool. Well, it starts back, uh, honestly, March of 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, Really, April 2020. I am up to here in folders and families I'm working with. For COVID. Yeah. We don't have time to go get anything to eat. And it's nothing to eat in West End. Right. Um, We got rallies, Burger King, things of that nature, but um, it wasn't nothing to eat. Right. So I'm starting to see that this food truck scene is starting to get kind of cool, kind of popular. Um, Everywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, I heard, I've seen the food trucks in D.C., mm-hmm. seen them in Houston, but um, they're always kind of scattered in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I didn't know it was such thing as a food truck park, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I reached out to uh, Whitney of uh, Simone's Kitchen ATL. So thank you so okay. much okay. Um, for your starting um, with us. Um, and I start having her every Thursday. Um, she mm-hmm. would just be parked on the other side of the funeral home, not where the food truck park is now, but okay. there's another lot on, on the other, other side. side. Right. And we would advertise for people to come over, get food, and we would eat there every Thursday. At least right. we got something different, you something know? Something different. Um, didn't really know much about food deserts, you know, didn't do so much research about them or anything, but, um, I was like, you know what? We got enough room to invite some more food trucks over here. Mm-hmm. I started seeing a few of the fo- other food trucks popping off. So I invited them over. Started getting kind of popular. Right. Let's move over to the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, um, Phil with um, All Shucks mm-hmm. was like, can we use the parking lot over there? That's a good idea. Cool. <laughs> All right. So then we started um, putting up flyers saying, you know, we're having food trucks here on Thursdays. I start charging $40. I still charge $40 to this day. I don't think I'm ever going up because it, it became a community for me. Right. Um, all new entrepreneurs, period, working in the food truck industry, trying to get their name out there, um, trying to um, get customers, followers. Um, and um, start saying, you know what? This is for our community. I don't think we had a name for it at first, but we started calling the West End Food Truck Park because it's for the community. Right. So started taking up money, went doing them with it, just holding it in a pot. Um, Start really, really getting um, some really, really good fans, like Hemp Hill Elementary School. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the workers downtown, you know, have people cover for them so they can come down and get food. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
you know, it just became more than what we could imagine. Yeah. Um, but what are we going to do with this money? Uh, not to be funny or anything, but this is COVID. We're making a lot of money right now, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Fortunately for, you know, my family, but we're making a lot of money right now. It's not like we hurting for the $40 from each food truck. Right. So what do we do with this? You know, we said this is West End food truck um, part. So this should be for the community. Uh, Kristen Booker, who's the principal at Hemp Hill Elementary School, had just mentioned to me that um, she had a new computer lab, but the computer lab didn't have furniture. Mm-hmm. Well, dang. You know, my kids need something to put their computers on and, you know, learn whatever they need to learn. So, um, because they were going back into the schools at that point. So I said, you know what? I know what I'm going to do. Meet me Thursday at West End Food Truck Park, and um, we're going to do something special for you. She had no idea what we were about to do, so she brought the teachers. Uh, they come anyway to get their food. They All of them have certain trucks. They have lists. <laughs> <laughs> they were ready to go when they get out there. But... um. I let her know that, um, you know what, here's $6,000. For furniture. For furniture for your school. And some of them went to their chillers oh, as well. Oh, that is so So wonderful. that's what kind of started, I guess, philanthropy yeah. for, um, you know, the community. Yeah. Um, since then, um, we actually opened bank accounts um, for Princeton Elementary School, which was my elementary school. My mom actually started a banking program when I was there. Um, and, um, you know, it really taught us about saving, uh, having a bank account, budgeting. Uh, so I thought that was something very necessary for the students. So I was actually invited to speak at their graduation. And what did you give them for their graduation present? I gave every single graduate <laughs> a bank account from Citizens Trust Bank. Shout out to President Jason Eppinger for helping me out with that. And each one of the kids got $50 in their account. Yeah. That also came from West End Food Truck Park. Um, we have had an emphasis on education. So everything that we've given out has been on edu- focused on education. Um, we always have, you know, churches come out, um, different people trying to fundraise, coming out, asking for donations, probably on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. But we kind of wanted to really brand that we're giving this back to education, to school, right. to our future. Right. Um, my belief is hurt people hurt people. So if I can change the trajectory some kind of way of people feeling loved, feeling important, feeling like someone cares, then maybe we can curve some of this violence here in Birmingham. Maybe we can curve some of, you know, uh, the mental problems that we have within our community just by showing love. Um, That doesn't cost anything. Yeah. Um, But um, that's why West End Food Truck Park is so special to me because every single Thursday, especially during COVID, when we weren't seeing anybody, it was a place where people could come out. You could bring your baby. You brought your puppy out there. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, It was a place where we can kind of wave at each other. A lot of people still apprehensive. Yeah, but it was our first little getting out. You know what I'm saying? It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that that I mean that West End Food Truck Park became its own culture. Yeah, which I absolutely love. Um, and now, wh- where people, uh, where can people find it? They can actually find it tomorrow, mm-hmm. every Thursday. Well, they won't hear it until <laughs> next Sunday. No worries. Sunday. But it's but every Thursday. Every where, single mm-hmm. Thursday at Bushlawn Funeral Home, which is 814th Street Southwest, from 11 to 6, we'll have we have between probably 10 to 15 trucks every single week, whatever your taste. We probably got something out there for you. Even for the kids, we try to keep a snow cone truck there. Um, it's a little bit of everything there. Yeah. Um, 
Fortunately and unfortunately, some of my trucks have gotten a little Hollywood on me. They don't come no more. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing shots. <laughs> shots but, fired. Um, shots fired. But, but um, you know, you know, but here's another part of it, uh-huh. right? You, I don't, I don't even know if you know this. Uh-huh. Well, yes, you do. You okay. do know this. Okay. Um, you got at least two people that I know of on the right track with their businesses being straight with the city yeah. because they weren't yeah. in compliance, you know, and so they and ended actually, up getting right with that. Yeah. I actually had to learn that the hard way, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, we were just letting food trucks come out there. You know, you got a business, um, come out, you know, pay your $40. And at that time, it really wasn't that many food trucks, so I really didn't think it was much that we had to think about. Right. Um, but I started getting visits from police officers in my office <laughs> Yeah. while I'm waiting on families. That was a good look. <laughs> so that's when I reached out to the health department in the city of Birmingham. And thank you to the city of Birmingham to help um, facilitate the food trucks getting their licensure mm-hmm. for the city of Birmingham. Mm-hmm. And the health department kind of gave me the ups and downs on why I should make sure that they're, you know, licensed and whatnot and what I should be looking for. Um, so once I was taught that, I started putting other people on. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, this is who you need to talk to in the city. This is who you need to talk to at the health department. Yeah. Um, and if I can be a blessing, fine. Like, I love the culture of the food trucks. Like, if someone's generator goes out, somebody's jumping off another truck to run yeah. over there to make sure it's straight. Yeah. I love to see them take their food from one truck to another. Like, hey, you got my food? Cool. Here yours. You know, I yeah. love the community that they built. Yeah. They really network really well with each other. And well, so anything good. that I can help to do to make sure that they are good, cool. Because like I said, all these people were, these are brand new entrepreneurs. Right. They've never owned a business. Probably ne- a lot of them may have never ever been in sales. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, we've all, it's been a learning process together. And I just love that culture. And I, I just love West seeing Food Truck Park. My, my food truck owners will tell you that. You know, anything I can do, I will do. Anybody come up to me say, hey, I need a food truck for this event. I'm, I have a, a private Facebook group for them. Mm-hmm. I drop it in there like, hey, who want to take this on? Mm-hmm. Anytime I get an opportunity, I'm sliding it over to them. And because, um, I mean, I, they've changed my life. I didn't know that I was going to be an operator of a food truck part. Yeah, you know, yeah. I got a magazine cover off of this. What? Yeah, yeah. You know, folks, I mean, I, you, all the funeral directors, we work hard in what we do because this is not a, you know, a dress rehearsal for us. You only yeah. get one time to yeah. get it right with a family. If yeah. they're bereaved already yeah. and you mess up. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. I just appreciate how the food truck has evolved. The food truck part has evolved me as a person. That's wonderful. So, yeah, it's been, you know, a full circle for me Those with lab- that. When we, ha- when we take on a labor of love, it's, it's never any, you know, you never know what you're going to get back from True it. story. And it's it's so wonderful. I'm, I'm sitting here looking at the glow on your face as you talk. I mean, yeah, I love but it. businesses are like babies. Yes. You know, they're like our children. Yes. You know, like when you see that thing grow. You, you're filled with pride, and I'm just happy to see that. Yeah. Um, and let me say this. Go ahead. I got to say this. And if anybody knows my dad, my dad would have loved the food truck part. My dad loved food. Yeah. And my, my dad loved sweets. 
And my dad loved feeding everybody. So I could see our money that we took up every week. We had probably pay back to the food trucks because he would have bought everybody in the park food. Yeah. Because that's just yeah. my daddy. So yeah. anybody who knew him that was in West End, they knew if he was around, he was going to give you a dollar, whatever was in his pocket. Um, he'd give you a shirt off his back if he could. Yeah. So I wish my dad could have seen the food show park. He would have absolutely loved that. He would have been on his scooter running over folks, but he would have been paying <laughs> for your food. So. Now, hey, in, in addition, <laughs> in addition to him, uh-huh. who else you want to give a shout out to? My mommy. Your mommy. <laughs> you better give a shout out to my your mommy. Soror, my link sister, my everything. You know, it's kind of changed around. I'm more the mom now. <laughs> you know, I, I took a vacation a few weeks ago. I went to this beautiful place. I didn't even know anything that existed called Eleuthera Bahamas. Okay. When I tell you it's the most beautiful, kindest, safest, best food, best everything. Like, I've been saying for a year that when I retire, I'm going to an island. Y'all see me later on in life but um yeah that might be it for me um she got a little jealous (laughs) (laughs) so i had to take my baby to uh, orlando so i just got back from orlando orlando with her um took i'm the i'm the boyfriend my mom's the husband when it comes i mean my my brother is the husband for my mom so the boyfriend took on a vacation i took her to the alpha kappa alpha sorority incorporated um boulet okay and uh, i'm not gonna lie we played Okay. Um, took it to Disney World. Oh. I see why I don't have kids. <laughs> Woo! Do y'all know how much it costs to get in one park? Child. <laughs> I think I'm on the right road here. 37 no kids. I think I'm doing pretty good because, God, oh my gosh. But, um, yeah, um, definitely want to give my mom a shout out. My mom makes me who I am. Um, definitely. The strength that I have, um, me, you know, saying it with my chest when I'm, you know, kind of speaking up for myself, that came from my mom. My my dad was more laid back. He was the jokester, kind of laid back person. But my mom, she she definitely has groomed me into someone I'm very proud of. So I definitely have to give her a shout out. I want to thank my cousin, my sweetheart, my gang gang. Gang gang. (laughs) Gang gang. Kate Bushline for joining us. I want to thank you all for listening. And as always, a huge shout out to Creed 63, Our 360 News, and UrbanHam.com. God bless. This podcast has been brought to you by Jefferson County Sheriff's Office.